0: hey what's up world thank you for joining me for another episode of one Mike night the podcast the podcast that brings you stories of artists and people on their personal journey helping to guide answer questions and motivate you in the business i want to thank everybody for watching these episodes sharing these episodes and if you haven't already please make sure you go down below subscribe click the bell you don't want to miss any of these episodes got too many important people here and too much to talk about. We need you to have all the information when it drops today. Of course I'm happy as I always am, but I'm really, really excited today because my guest wears many hats. He is an entrepreneur. He's a publisher, an editor, a journalist, an author an actor, a dancer. He does it all. I don't even think there's anything he doesn't do. So I want to <laughs> welcome him. Please welcome Pierre-Andre Evans to One Mike Night Podcast. What's up, Pierre?
1: What's up, my boy? <laughs> How you doing, sir? You're
0: good. I'm so happy to have you here. You have no hey, idea.
1: Glad to be here, sir.
0: I have questions. Okay. First of all, who is Pierre-Andre Evans?
1: Me. I am a... Um... Creative, thoughtful, action-oriented, confident, mm. Mm. leader, yes. helper, teacher. The one thing I can't do is draw. <laughs> <laughs> I can't draw. I've been trying to draw for <laughs> It don't work out. It That's doesn't. funny. I can, you you I
0: can, can do draw. everything in the world, but you can't. <laughs> I can't draw.
1: I could draw houses, cars, or I try to try, try to draw people that don't work. So I left that alone. So that's one thing I always tell people I can't do. But everything else, I'm good.
0: That's funny. How, how can you be, you know, the, the jack of all trades, but you master so many so well? How do you do all that?
1: I love what I do. And if you do what you love, then it doesn't feel like work. So uh, God gifted me with these talents, and uh, place opportunities in my path, but he left out drawing. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all. I said, that's okay. I'm I,
0: I, <laughs> I like that, I like that. Well, <laughs> well, let's talk a little more specifically. First of all, I wanna thank you because you have a publication, it's called Go Bang Magazine. Yes. And I was honored to be the first guest of this year, the January issue of your digital publication and you highlighted me, you spotlighted me. First of all, where, where did this where did this idea come from and how did it manifest into such a beautiful digital piece of work?
1: Thank you, thank you for that compliment. And you, I was honored to have you uh, participate and be in my publication. But the way that it came on was, uh, I'll give you the brief story. I was uh, a regular nine to five worker, worked at this place for like uh, 11 years, then I went on vacation, December of 2019. And I went on Christmas break and I was come back on January 5th. So while I was off, I was like, I'm not feeling this. I'm ready to be uh, self-employed. This is this not working. And it gave me, when you out of the rat race, you got time to think. When you're in the rat race, you just go to work, go to work, come home, go to work. When you out, you got time to think. So I had time to think. And I was like, this ain't happening. So when I went back on January 6th, I came with a letter of resignation, effective immediately. Okay, I like
0: that, I like that. I like <laughs> so
1: they was like, whoa, what's up? I said, no, I'm, I'm going to be self-employed. And at the same time, I had had a, a freelance job at a radio station, iHeartMedia radio station where I was uh, in, in charge of their uh, social media and doing all the um, journalistic stuff for the company. It was out of New York. Yeah, this guy was from New York, but he moved here to Chicago and started his own thing. Okay. So I gave my letters of resignation on January 5th. The next day, he laid me off. iHeart Media wow. had a massive worldwide layoff. Wow. So the day, January 4th, I had two jobs. January 6th, I had no job. That's I was crazy. like, eh. Wow! Wow! I didn't want to go back to my other job, so yeah. I said, "I'll deal with this. I'll deal with this." So I said, "Okay, cool. That's a, no problem. No problem. No problem." Luckily, I was eligible for unemployment, so I got unemployment. Then around March, I was like, "Hey, I've been. I've already published a book, which I hopefully we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while we got, I got this free time. I've always wanted to start a magazine." And now I got nothing but free time. (laughs) I got nothing to do. So from January to March, I uh, hired somebody to come and help me with my website. And I already had my plan. I had design. All he had to do just do what I asked him to do. I designed the whole website, everything. I said I want to have a magazine where I highlight people that are famous, but also non-famous, but people that are doing uh, extravagant things and important things. For, for the world, events, people, and... Um, and, see, go, and
0: see, this is what I got to say, because I this is why I like the magazine, because you're okay. doing exactly that, and it's it's every realm of the arts. It's fashion, poetry, music. It's everything, culture. Go I ahead, wanted, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm so excited I, I had to cut you, you off on that. I'm now. excited,
1: too. Yeah. I wanted it to cover everything. I didn't want to just do entertainment or just musicians or things like that. Why? Because I'm all of that too.
0: Right. Right.
1: Radio, fashion, theater. I'm 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 into all of that as well. So I wanted to, I wanted to be what I needed when I was starting off. I wanted to be what I wanted to be what I needed. I can't say it no better. When I was and
0: is it isn't that where the best things come out of? Is yeah. when you do in your likeness. Because you you're go. telling the truth. There you go. There you, there you go. and that's it that's
1: it so all those
0: things that you wanted you made happen right there
1: I'm giving to people that was that are like I was I wanted a magazine that don't just focus on Beyonce or Michael Jackson or Usher what about just Pierre you know what I mean
0: exactly Um, yeah
1: now I'm back for people and people are just so thankful um, because I I, like I said I give you famous but I give you non-famous as well and I, I I spotlight That's what it is. I give a spotlight to those that would not get it otherwise.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And here's the thing. This is what this is what I love about it, too, is because, you know, like you said, it's the people who are spotlighted, who are not famous and people who are. But we all have stories. We're all taking this journey together. Some people just are in the right place at the right time. They're ready and they become famous. They become celebrities. The other people have maybe the same journey, maybe the same talent, maybe better talent, but they have stories, too. That's exactly why I started this podcast. That's exactly okay, so why. Well, it's the same there thing. Go. There
1: yeah. we go. Great minds think alike. That's right. I-, I-, I heard you are Aries, right?
0: That's right. I heard you were no. too.
1: Aries grew. <laughs> Aries <blue>. grew. <laughs> no, but then, when, once I, uh, my first issue was April 1st. And so, I said, this is the perfect time. Everybody's uh, lockdown went down, I think, on March 11th of uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. And so, people had nothing but time. And I said, it's the perfect time. And I'm, I'm already known in the industry, especially through the house music scene. So I'm already known. Then I worked with Soul Train and uh, Indigo Magazine. So I got a reputation already. So I was like, this is the best time for me to start my own magazine. I'm already legitimate because they know what I worked with already. So now everybody on lockdown. My first issue, I came out with 30 interviews. Wow. It was massive, including wow. Steve Silk Hurley, uh, Damon Williams, the, uh, the comedian, I came big with that first wow. issue. I'm not doing 30 every month. I did it for that month, but right, that's, yeah. I, I, I had to come out big. and so that, people That's said,
0: where the bang came from, right? That's so, where the
1: go. bang, go bang. <laughs> 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 exactly. So I said, people don't got nothing to do, right. but read. And when I came out with it, everybody was like, oh, this is perfect because I'm sitting at home, I ain't got nothing to do. So the pandemic was good for me. It worked out I for like me. Make
0: that, yeah. But
1: actually, the bang comes from this house song: bang, 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 go, bang, go, yeah.
0: bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna talk about that too, because you know, yeah. I'm, I'm from Chicago too.
1: Yo, absolutely.
0: We'll definitely talk about that. I, okay. I do want to talk about something though. You are a journalist. First of all, first of all, how did where where did you grow up?
1: I grew, I grew up, up in. Uh, I originally I'm here from Chicago. Been in Chicago all my life. I originally grew up in the uh, Englewood neighborhood and mm-hmm. then South Shore, and now I'm in Hyde Park.
0: Okay, so Chicago, Chicago native.
1: Chicago, Chicago, and Chicago. You,
0: went through, you know the scene, you know You know the life there, you know everything.
1: I know where it's at. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> where did you, you go to school? Because I, I understand you're a journalist, too.
1: Yeah, uh, I went to a grammar school at O'Keefe, which is in South Shore, mm-hmm. and then I went to a Kenwood Academy, which is in Hyde Park, and that's where Shakur Khan went, yeah. R. Kelly. Uh, it's a lot of people came here from uh, Kenwood Academy. And then from there, I went to Columbia College. And that's a very uh, pre- prestigious, pre- they are prestigious, um, what would you call them, uh, media arts school.
0: Absolutely. All is.
1: the people that's on news, radio, television, all of them went there. And so I, uh, majored in arts entertainment and media management.
0: okay now That's how you got to start. That's how
1: I got. What to start. was
0: what was life growing up uh, in Chicago when you grew up? because Yeah, what was life like?
1: Life is uh Chicago is 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 uh what would you call it? Lemons and you make lemonade, you know. summertime it's Yeah. In, so cool. yeah. in winter time it's cold, but there's also a lot of violence, but there also a lot of good times. It's, it's not it's not what the media puts it up to, and make it seem like you come here, you need a bulletproof vest, and you need to be on your guard and be ready. It's not like that. It's, it's it has its moments, but a Chicago has been very, very good to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. I mean, it's,
0: it's got you know the same disparities that any other large city yeah, has. Yeah, you got the like good, you got the bad. One it, thing I can say about Chicago though is they do spend a lot of money to keep that city clean. Yes. you know what i mean so it's not like a place like this i'm broadcasting from new york i'm in new york new york is dirty straight up dirty
1: i didn't want to say nothing you know but I, mean? I, I opened the box right. yes people I don't care people, it is totally different
0: it's completely different people don't care people just throw garbage out of the car yeah. you know you open your car door people throw it on the street nobody yeah. cares the garbage cans on every single corner but nobody wow. cares nobody puts it in the garbage can it's dirty wow. but you know chicago's clean they spend a lot of money to keep that city clean and like Absolutely. you said, you know, there are parts that are you don't want to go to, just like the parts of New York you don't want to go to.
1: Exactly.
0: You know what I mean? You know, the subway. Right now, the subway, we're having problems with. People are scared to get on the subway now because there's been a lot of violence on the subways.
1: I've seen well, something about them burning the L's, burning the trains.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's
1: crazy. Everything. No, we haven't had that here. I ain't never seen nothing right. like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So there's, That's there's, you know, there's disparity any place you get. Absolutely. So now I understand you just got a you just got a membership to the uh, National Association of Black Journalists too.
1: Yes, that's a prestigious
0: yes, thing. Congratulations! <laughs> How you feel about that?
1: Thank you. I love it. I love it. And and then I also joined. That's the uh, National uh, Committee. Then I also joined the Chicago chapter. Yeah, and I, uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know I wanted to be in the club. So I grabbed I grabbed the big one. Then I saw oh it's one in Chicago too. I so I had to pay twice. But I'm in both of them. And then I was welcomed by a very prestigious uh, journalist called Art Norman, who said, Pierre, welcome to the mm-hmm. number one club. We, we the bond. We were the number one chapter of the year. And uh, people from Oprah and all, he named all these different prestigious uh, organizations that, are mem- that have members of the of the uh, organization. And so um, I, I feel good. I'm 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 really legit now. I'm legit.
0: Congratulations. How how does it feel being a little boy from Chicago, you know, growing up, Inglewood, all these places, to now being in this prestigious organization? What, what's this journey been like for you?
1: It's been a journey that I mapped out myself. Just like people say, make goals, achieve them, and then make new ones. That's my life. I, I That's my life. Talk that's-
0: about it. Please talk about that it. Let me know.
1: You have to, you have to strive. You have to have dreams. You can't just settle. I was in a rat race. I was I was on unemployment. I was getting public assistance. I did all that stuff. And and you got to know that where you are is not where your destiny is. Where you mm. come from isn't your destiny. Mm. You got to dream bigger than what you see out your eyeballs. And so I see me, I'm not done yet. Some people may look and say, oh, wow, you're you great. Okay, this is good. Thank you so much, kumbaya. But I got a lot more left to do. So I continue to dream. I don't do the vision board like some people do. My vision board is up here.
0: Right.
1: And, and, and then I, I holler at my man upstairs and I say, let's do this. He said, all right, let's go. And then we do this
0: so now i'm gonna oh man you this is this is all connecting for me right now because someone just sent me a clip shout out to uh james elwood muller who i interviewed uh two episodes ago he's a fantastic actor whose film was nominated for naacp award this past uh, month he sent me a clip of denzel washington Uh and denzel washington was saying the same exact thing you have to have goals you have to set your goals and have the passion for what you're doing don't be afraid to take risks right don't be afraid to fall fall forward
1: there you go i like that
0: fall forward, go, fall, fall, forward. fall forward you don't want right. to look back on your life and say i should have i should have Right. And when you're right. laying in the casket you see all these ghosts of all the things that you want to do standing around your casket saying uh, you should have you should have you know taken that last class you should have you know done this mm-hmm. you want to try to achieve everything you can Yeah in your lifetime
1: absolutely i believe because you
0: got the god-given talent put your creator put whatever you believe in first you know if you are buddhist meditate if you are you know believe that the universe is your higher power put that first and then put all your goals in place after that
1: leap of faith
0: leap of faith
1: yeah leap of faith
0: that's it so i want to talk to you too i know you're uh you're pretty politically active and you, you you talk about politics and you're concerned about the community and things like that. So, you know, the summer, last summer, 2020, we had George Floyd and all these events had happened that sparked a lot of change in mm-hmm. the community. How do you feel about that? What do you, where are we right now? Okay.
1: Now, I didn't think I was political, but then when I look at what I be writing and where I go, I said, I I just realized this like last summer. I said, you are a political being, <laughs> <laughs> right. you are an yeah. yeah. I went to well, way back in the day. I went to the Million Man March. More recently, I went to the protest for uh, George Floyd. This was in August of last year. March in Washington. Al Sharpton put it together. So I went to that. Okay. And once I was there, that's when I said, mm, yeah, you political, B. you you yeah, act. You activate. So, with that, um, I think that um, just the whole situation with minorities and a systematic racism—it has been brought. This this year and last year is a year of revelation. Yes. With like the the cover been ripped off the bed. The bed is made up and it look nice and pretty. But when you rip it off, it's blood everywhere, and it's just buff wild under the covers. Right. On the top of the mattress. Yep. It's the year of revelation, the years of revelation. And so now everything has been brought to the forefront as far as the racial uh, inequalities. And um, it has a world... The world is watching. That's what I want to say. The world is watching. So now we got everybody's here. Right. And so well, the I,
0: world is the world is actually participating too. The
1: world is participating yeah. and watching. Yeah, and watching. exactly. So the yeah. ones that not participating just sitting back, but they watching. Right. So the the uh, what they say it will be televised. That's the right.
0: The revolution will be, will be, televised.
1: be televised. It is being telefi- televised. And so right now. We got everybody's ear and we need to take advantage of this because we've been hundreds of years that we haven't had the world's ear. So right now, minorities, black and brown, has the world's ear. And so now we need I know I took it bigger than George Floyd, but he's part of, of what I'm talking.
0: Absolutely. About. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah.
1: exactly. So right now we need to really organize while we have the attention. As far as reparations as and as far as uh systematic changes and, and things that 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 racism that we have been held down on while we got the attention, we need to fix everything. So we don't need to just be focused on one thing. It really needs a leader to repair what we need repaired at this moment. And we don't have that right now. Right Right now, everybody got their separate little things going on, but we need we need organization.
0: Right. Do you feel like the the current administration is making some big changes? Do you think they're making headway to help us?
1: I think right now it's been a little too early, but I think that they have potential because with Biden and uh, Kamala. I think they they have the right mindset um, of where we need to go. Exactly, uh, especially coming from where we were before them. We were yeah. at, at the zoo, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at the absolutely. circus. Absolutely. We, we were at the circus. Absolutely. So now we got some civility and some common sense. So I think it's still kind of a little early right now, but I, I have faith in them. Yes.
0: Doing things for humanity. That's what the, exactly. the administration is doing exactly. right now. Yeah. Exactly. So you touched on something. Actually, uh, You uh, reparations. How do you feel about reparations? Is that something you ever thought in your lifetime would happen or you even considered or you knew about
1: i never thought we would have a black president in my lifetime so i never say never you mm, know, because now we, got, now we got a vice president that's black right. so let alone uh you never know what is possible. never say never right in life and in your life never say never so reparations um, they had something. I think I don't know if you heard about it, but here in Evanston, uh, that's a suburb of Chicago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the mayor there, she's a black lady. She uh, put together something where the residents of of um, Evanston are given what they call reparations to the colored color. You know, I'm country. <laughs> <laughs> the black and brown. <laughs> Black and brown, that's why I just said it, that it's one word color. Right. I wasn't going way back to slavery, you know. <laughs> but, uh, she, the, she put up an ord- ordinance where all of the uh, co- um, black and brown people would get property and free property mm-hmm. all the residents of color. See, that's where I came from of color <laughs> in Evanston, and so. That was one step towards reparations, but some people just said that's just a housing program. That's not really reparations, but reparations, I don't, I don't know if we will we'll get that 40 acres and a mule. I don't know. Give me 40 acres and some, and some real estate, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. need no mules, you yeah. know, I got enough mules in my life, you right. know what I mean? But um, I could see it happening because anything is possible.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree with you too because I feel like you know there's some bills that are being passed and are up you know for debate you know mm-hmm. to to do that and you know what do you do is it property is it money is it financing education do corporate exactly. do do does the government make donations to you know traditionally black colleges you know there are many ways to do it to do it exactly like, uh, yeah I never thought it would happen in my lifetime you know what exactly. I mean? I never even knew exactly what it was you just hear 40 acres and a mule right. and Don't know anything about it, but now I see some things materializing and understanding the history of this country. country, So to go back to what you were saying earlier, I feel like from 2020, there was a certain being woke that happened with this country, not only with myself, but with this country about the way this country has been built. So yeah, you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah, Like I said, this is definitely our time.
0: Definitely our time.
1: Now or never. We we got the world's attention and we better do more than, than, than twerk. <laughs> that's so, right. <laughs> you, we better work. That's we right. Work. And while we get there, like I said, we need organization. We don't have a leader that's really putting things together. A, a program of putting all, all our demands, not demands, all of our requirements.
0: Requirements our, and needs.
1: Exactly. We yep. need somebody to do that. Nobody's mm-hmm. doing that. So it's, it's piecemeal. And we got to take advantage of this window of opportunity. Absolutely.
0: Let's talk real quick about uh, you have a book, you're an author. Yes, I do. Tell us I a little ha- bit about your book.
1: I happen to have it right Ooh, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <not laughs> it, but it's called Inside the Minds of Entertainers. I love it. And uh, what it is is a collection of 21 celebrities and non celebrities that I interviewed all with the same seven questions. And what it is, is um, going inside of their minds and touching on topics that most celebrities do not talk about, which is politics, spirituality, mm. and religion. Mm. And so I reached out to uh, 21 people and I asked them these 10 questions. What's the purpose of life? That's bad just for number yeah, one.
0: that is. That is, yeah. yeah <laughs>
1: what is your purpose in life? Mm-hmm. What is a soul slash spirit? Can you please describe your soul slash spirit? If you believe, how would you describe the higher power? How would you describe America's current political state? What can be done to improve world race relations? How does President Trump's current political agenda affect the world? What is your outlook on the future of mankind? I'm mm. deep. If you believe in an afterlife, please describe what it is. I asked everybody. Those are deep questions. That's
0: there? very deep. That's very okay. deep. Wow. And so
1: a lot of celebrities. I asked over a hundred. Only 21 said I'll go through with it because the others didn't want to offend their 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 the followers. You know what I mean? Because they say, well, I think Trump is a a-hole.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Maybe some of their followers like Trump. They may lose people. Right. So These people that I interviewed that went along with it were the, were the cocky ones that said, my people know me and they know I'm going to speak my mind, so let's do this. I like that. Now, I one like that. important factor about this is Cuba Gooden Sr. I interviewed him three weeks before he was found dead in his car in his parking lot. It's the father of Cuba good.
0: Right, yeah, um, wow. wow. The one
1: to make, everybody plays the fool. Yeah, that, of well, I interviewed him. He loved my book so much. He was about to reinvent his career and was about to start a world tour at, a, I forgot, I think it's the Hilton Hotels. He was go around the Hilton Hotels across the world and re- um, establish his career with his group. I can't think of the name of the group right now, but it's him and two other dudes. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go around and do that. He said, Pierre, I wanna be associated with your book. I said, can I quote you and, and put a quote on my book uh, from you? He said, yes, matter of fact, I wanna introduce you to real Hollywood. I'm gonna take my, your book with me on the road and we're gonna turn your book into a TV show that I will produce. I was like, oh, it's wow. awful. It's awful. and then two weeks later, he was dead. I was like, oh, oh. my
0: gosh, man. Oh. Wow. Was, wow, 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 wow. I got him in
1: here and I, I, I uh, interviewed him. Questions, let me give you real quick. Um, Real quick, let me show you this. Let me, uh, blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. Uh, the people I interviewed, Alan King, he's a DJ from the Chosen Few DJs in Chicago, Antoine McKay, an actor. Art Chat Daddy Sims, a media personality. B. Cole is a, a comedian. Bobby Hudden, a, a historic singer. Chris Jasper from the Isley Brothers. Mm. Christopher Nolan, Corey Taylor, Cuba Gooden Sr., Curtis McClain, the one to make Gotta Have a House. Music. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, of course. You know, I'm of a course.
1: House here. I had throw that in. Cinder Williams from Mo Better Blues, Spike Lee movie. Damon Williams, the comedian. Uh, Daryl uh, Sax Preacher Wilson. Black Ice, he's a famous uh, poet here in Chicago. I
0: know Black Ice. He performed at oh, One Mic Night. Yeah. He you performed know, my you show. Yeah.
1: That's my homie. I like that. His birthday a day before mine, he, April 18th. Yeah, mm-hmm. an Aries. All right. Malanga, Adele, he wrote uh, <clears> Sanford and Son episode. Jackie Taylor, D-Train. Keep on.
0: Yeah, keep on, yeah, yeah.
1: Know. Lawrence Hilton Jacobs. Hi there. You know, and yeah, and <laughs> <course>. I know him. <laughs> Linda Clifford, you're a runaway love. Rick Sizemore, Robert Williams, he brought Frankie Knuckles and Ron Hardy. He one of the founders of a house music. He, he brought Frankie Knuckles and Ron Hardy to Chicago, which created the, the house music scene. Renaco Jahi, he, he trained Jennifer Hudson how to sing, and then I interviewed myself. But Cuba Gooden, one quick question from him. All. Purpose in life, no, purpose in life, what's your soul describe, how higher power, current. Blah, 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 blah. I want it. I want it. If you believe in an afterlife, please describe what it is. That, that's a good one. I will not attempt to predict what happens after death. My objective is to leave good music, good performances, and strong children, and as much happiness as possible for the human beings that I help bring to this earth. I'm equally concerned about the possibility of my children being able to live, to be older than I am, strong at peace and without fear. And he said his purpose in life is to justify the blessings of birth. Being born carries with it the responsibility of preserving humanity, decency, and the equality of each and every human being we interact with in a period of time that we allowed to live. Wow. Those are some profound words and it's one of his last interviews because he died two weeks after my interview with
0: him. That is crazy. Tell us tell us where we can find the book. Where can we get the it's book?
1: Available at Amazon.com.
0: Amazon.com.
1: Inside the minds of entertainers.
0: Listen, I'm actually running out of time, but I want to have you back for part two. Oh absolutely. Is that possible. Yes. Oh, are you sure? Okay, because we got too much more to talk about. Way too much more to talk yeah, about. We
1: just we just just scraped the surface. Where are you at, baby? Where are you, where are
0: you- that's my mom. She wants to know where we can find you on social media.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was good. That's an Aries for you. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I was like, cut, cut.
0: My <laughs> yeah. mom wants to know where we can find you on social media. What's your handle on social media so we can get in touch with you and find okay,
1: you? Okay, Mama. You can find me on uh, Facebook under uh, Pierre Andre Evans. You can find me under my book title, Inside the Minds of Entertainers. You can find me also under Go Bang Magazine on Facebook. Twitter, you can find me under Pierre A. Evans. You can also find me under Go Bang Ma- Magazine. LinkedIn, you can find me on Pierre A. Evans. What else is left? Instagram, you can find me under Pierre A. Evans. Or easier, Google me. Go there back. you
0: go. See, you find everything on Google. Google, that's man. what I'm talking about. Please, everybody, make sure you go to gobangmagazine.com. Check out this digital magazine. It is, I'm telling you, it's something worth looking at. I want to thank you, Pierre, for coming on the show. Definitely having you back for part two. Ran on time. Everyone, follow him. Follow him. Follow him. IG at Pierre underscore Andre underscore Evans. Check him out. He's got some good stuff going on. Also, make sure you can find this podcast every episode on all music platforms, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you want to watch the podcast, you can find that on YouTube. Follow us at One Mike Night Everything. One Mike Night is spelled O-N-E-M-I-C-N-I-T-E. And you can follow me at Marcos Luis Everything, M-A-R-C-O-S-L-U-I-S. Go to the dot com for both. You find all the links in social media. I want to thank you for joining me for this episode and we'll see you got some big things coming out. also want to give a big shout out to wild lambs beard company for hooking me up with the beard products. Make sure you go to their Instagram, the wild beard, beards LLC. Check them out. They got some great products. All right. We'll see you next time on one Mike night podcast. You're out. Thanks.